Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is Becoming Her with Lombe and this is the season called Becoming the Best Version of Yourself. If you're new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. If you're an old subscriber, I don't know if you're a subscriber, listener, maybe listener. If you're an every time listener, thank you so much. I think what I'm going to be doing now is I want to be doing a shout out on this podcast. So... If you guys listen to the podcast, make sure you share it on your Instagram and tag me and tell me your favorite thing in the podcast. If you tell me your favorite thing, I'll pick one of you guys to give a shout out in my next episode. And yeah, that's what we're going to do from now on because it's really cool when I see that you guys remember stuff from here. This episode is very much inspired by a situation that I'm in at the moment. So normally what I do with my advice videos, my advice content is I have a tendency of giving you guys advice after I've already been through something because I feel like then I'll be in the best position to talk about it. And a lot of people relate to that and they appreciate it. But I think only once have I expressed something to you guys that I was currently like in the moment going through. Now what I have now is so important and it's a huge part of becoming a better version of yourself and so by the title you are able to tell from the title that this is called dealing with failure that doesn't have to be negative a setback sometimes isn't a setback and that's basically what this podcast is about if anything let me be honest i'm coming on here to encourage myself (laughs) as i encourage you because i feel like this will help both of us whoever's listening and me right now So this is one of the very few times I have come on here without a script. I'm just going with the flow of it and God help me as I relay this message. I'll start by telling you guys a few facts about me that I'm sure if you followed me for a long time, you pretty much already know. But I'll I'll say it assuming you guys have no idea. First things first, I'm a perfectionist. I'm such a perfectionist and I'm very obsessed with the things I put my heart and soul into. I become very obsessed with winning. And not even winning like I'll be in a competition with anybody else, but with myself. I'm always in this in this um state of mind where I have to keep one upping myself. So if I fail to one up a certain version of myself, I enter a terrible state of depression. And this is something that I have been doing since I was in 10th grade. And so maybe some people can say this is a good thing, but I feel like coming into university, it has affected me more negatively than positively. Why? Because this is, and P.S., this is not the same for everybody. Some people have uni so good, and that's so nice for you. But I think a good amount of us have a hard time finding the balance because I feel like secondary school was about impressing your parents and university is about not impressing anybody but securing the bag like this is the place where we see am i gonna make it am i gonna not so when you don't get that good grade it's such a domino effect like i I admire people who can just get a bad grade and be like ha 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 kikiki and move on like some of us we take it you know and this is the problem i have being a perfectionist second to me being a perfectionist and being obsessed with winning is i do not enjoy people seeing my process 
I saw this quote that said, I'm okay with people seeing my process and seeing me, you know, go through the ups and downs of becoming the successful person I'm going to be. Like, honestly, I wish that was me. And I'm working so hard towards being in that state of mind where I'm okay with everyone seeing my process because I have this false narrative in my mind that everyone is expecting so much of me. When really, in reality, people don't really care that much. And it's the pressure of being a public figure. It's the pressure of being the firstborn daughter, being the eldest sister. It's so much because you're like, my parents' name is on my back. My siblings are looking up to me. My parents are telling my siblings, look at your sister. Mind you, the sister, what she's doing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Apart from that, I'm a public figure. I have people telling me, Columbia, I'm so inspired by you. I want to be like you. I wish I could. And I'm just here looking at my D in my anatomy class, looking at it like, what the, what's going on here? <laughs> like, is this the same, the same person? Like, what's going on? And so I have... I have such a problem with people seeing my process. I do not enjoy it. Literally today, like this week, has been the week that we get our grades. And guys, if I was to draw for you a graph of what my grades are like, it's like a mountain. You know, some are very high, some are very... Like it's maximum confusion. I kid you not, I have never in my life been in a position where I don't have a favorite subject you know and i think the worst thing for me is something that i really liked and i was very good at turned out to not be my highest and my highest was something i thought i would fail and so it puts me in a, it, it threw me off a little like where is the direction of my life going and so the reason i'm here making this podcast is because i want to share with you some encouragement that god gave me he literally spoke to me direct just an hour ago and i want to share this much with you guys so i'm gonna try my best to convey this message to you the way it came to me i kid you not nothing that's happened this semester has even come close to how bad those other semesters were but i find myself brainwashing myself into believing that nothing could be worse than this which is the biggest problem i feel like i have and maybe a lot of people have you want to enter a slump at any small inconvenience any small setback you think it's the worst like nothing gets worse than that but that's not the truth that is just part of a process that you have to go through to get to where you want to be i've heard a lot of people say success is in a straight line and that's true and it's so exhausting and i was writing my journal today that why do we i have to keep going through the same thing every single semester it's always the same stories of begging and pleading and lord please help me oh my god lord save me lord i'm drowning save me like why can't i have just one semester that's just smooth <laughs> and this could apply to so many things even you who's listening you can ask yourself why can't i just find love that's just smooth why do i always have to go through up and down and the ups and downs it has to be obstacle races to just find a good love why can't i just have a normal job why can't i just, you know bunch of things why can't i just start a business and pull through with it it's always obstacles and i just remember that there's this guy on tiktok who said something like if god didn't allow us the obstacles we have now we wouldn't have a reason to pray and we wouldn't have a reason to go back to him and I said, that's true. 
there's things that God won't change about you because that's the thing that brings you to him. That is what brings us to pray. That's what brings us to our knees. And we can even see this like so many times in the Bible. If God gives us, just as humans, if he gives us everything we ever wanted, we'll forget him like that. And so it's it's just God's providence that sometimes you have to fall back a little bit. And falling back isn't always falling back. Like it's not always a setback. So I want to give you guys some encouragement from some scripture I was reading today that has helped me to feel so much better right now. And I hope that it helps you guys in the way that it helped me. Getting back to the story, I had woken up, this is today, by the way, I had woken up from my little depression nap. I said, okay, it's Sabbath now. I woke up like eight after talking to my, to my crush real quick. <laughs> I woke up, I said, okay, um, Lord, I, I've woken up, but I feel... I feel the same. I tried so many things to distract myself, but I said, God, the reality is I'm sad. This is not, a, it doesn't feel good. You know, what do I do? Should I keep praying every time praying, you know? And God reminded me of the most wonderful thing. And I just want to tell you guys this story because I feel like not many people have heard this story and not enough people have heard this story. It's coming from the book of Exodus. It's Exodus 17, verse 8. And I'll give you guys a really cute and short summary. You will be so blown by this, okay? Let me set the scene for you. So what's going on here is the Israelites are traveling through the wilderness. In that time when they're trying to get to the promised land. Keep in mind that this promised land is something they've never seen before. They've never been there. They've been in Egypt a good chunk of their life. Some of these were even born in the wilderness. They don't know where they're going. They're trusting in their prophet and they're trusting in God which is so hard because the same with us we don't know what success really looks like or how far it is we're just going and so what happens is while they're there they have to pass through different lands to get to the promised land they have to pass through so many obstacles sometimes they have to fight even God within there there's so much commotion people are failing their trials people are dying you know bunch of stuff are going on god is refining them he's purging some of them out because some of them are just bad fruits it's a whole lot of stuff but aside the inside drama they have to fight so many other nations so many other nations to get to where they're going and so in this particular chapter and this particular verse the israelites have encountered the amalekites and so moses tells joshua that okay joshua we're about to fight again. Here we go again. You need to round up some men. We're about to fight. And Joshua says, okay. He goes down there. You know, he builds a little army. And they're getting ready to fight. And so he goes on the top of this hill. After he's instructed um, Joshua, he goes to the top of a hill with Aaron and this other man. Yeah, they go, the three of them, to the top of this hill. When they get to the top of the hill, Moses holds the staff in his hand, the same staff he used to part the sea. And he stands there, okay, watching the battle from the hill. And what Moses does is he raises his hands to pray. Now, if you watch movies, guys, you know that a battle isn't by the flick of a wrist. A battle can take the whole day. You will fight the entire day. And Moses is on this hill praying with his hands raised. Non-stop, again, again, and again. He's just praying. I want to read for you directly from the Bible so she see exactly what it says. It says in verse 11 that as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. 
He held his hands up till sunset. And the most beautiful part of this story is that when Moses' hands were tired, his two friends held his hands up for him because whenever he would lower his hands, the Israelites would stop winning and the enemy would be winning. Let me tell you guys the significance of this story. When God says pray without ceasing, he means every word. Moses had to keep his hands up until the battle was over. I had this misconception that when I pray once, God has heard and it's enough. God has heard, but he said pray without ceasing. You have to pray without ceasing because it creates an earnest prayer and the Lord hears earnest prayers. Moses kept his hands up, you guys, throughout. Whatever it is that you want to succeed in, keep your hands up. Until you get it, do not drop your hands. Until you get that grade, until you get that business, until you get that girl, that boy. Yeah, this applies to relationships. Okay, until you get what it is you've asked for in prayer, do not stop. And again, the most beautiful part of this story was that Moses, Moses knew the friends to carry to the mountain. He knew he could have picked anyone. He knew that these two are going to hold my hands in prayer. You guys, you guys, you guys need to find friends that you can hold hands with in prayer. Because when you are weak in spirit, they will hold your hands up for you. It's so amazing this story because thinking about it now, there's people that I know when I need to pray, I know who to talk to. I know those friends to speak to. I say, guys, I need you to pray with me. And I know that I didn't do this right now. And again, you guys, thank you for holding my hands up in prayer. It's so important for you to become the best version of yourself. You need to be able to accept that I have failed and I can't do it on my own. My hands are growing weary. I need help. It's not easy to ask for help. Because we, we like to be self-sufficient. And sometimes God needs to show us that you need help in prayer. Not because he won't answer your prayer, but because he needs you to get rid of that pride in your heart. And I reached a point where I was so confident in my prayers between me and God that I knew I don't need anybody to pray for me. I don't need nobody to pray for me. I can pray for myself. If I pray, God answers. He does answer. But that pride, when he sees the human element entering, he needs to terminate. He needs to remove it. I'm going to finish this podcast with the last scripture that I read that's, that brought me to even make this podcast. My favorite, most favorite verse um, or chapter that I've been reading again and again since last semester is Isaiah 43. You guys have read Isaiah 43 16 times, you know. Even then, I haven't memorized it. <laughs> That's crazy. I haven't memorized it even then. But in this chapter, God is saying, I called you out by name. I summoned you. You are mine. I love you. You are more precious to me than anything. You are honored. And wherever you go, I will be with you. When you walk through the waters, I will be with you. They will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. I'm paraphrasing. That's basically what the verse is about. And I've read this again and again and again. Today, as I was writing it down, I said, God, give me the strength, give me the capacity, give me the mind, you know, give me the peace. And literally on the next page, Isaiah 43, verse 18. Like, I don't know what's going to come and watch this and try to tell me that this is not an answer, but this is an answer from the Lord himself. <laughs> it says, I'll cut it short because it's a bit long, but here the important part. It says, this is what the Lord says, he who made a way through the sea a path through the mighty waters forget the former things do not dwell on the past see 
I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wastelands. I said, praise God. Wow, even as I'm reading this, ish, I'm just holding my head. You guys, I had sat in my bed. I was stressed. I kept thinking about this same thing again and again. And God told me, don't dwell on the past. I said, wow, praise God. Like, if that's not an answered prayer, what is that? Like, what even is that? I'm having goosebumps right now, guys. I don't, I don't know about you who's listening. But he said, I'm doing a new thing. I've heard you. He said, look, I've already started. I said, praise God. Do you perceive it? I said, God, I can't see it, but I believe you. <laughs> I said, no, I can't see it right now, but I, but I believe you with all my heart and soul. I mean, you have, you know, you did part the sea. You did turn that 9% into a C, into a C plus. So I don't doubt you know, there's people who there's people who worry about tomorrow. There's people who really worry about tomorrow. And God says, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow worry about itself. Me, I worry. I, I dwell on the past. Like, I really be dwelling on the past. It's such a toxic trait of mine. And he told me, forget the former things. Don't do it on the past. I'm so moved by that. And I believe with my whole heart that things will work out. In whatever form they do, it would still be the working out of God's plan. And that's what I want to share with you guys today. That you may have failed something. You may have not gotten what you thought you would. You know, been through what feels like the worst situation. But God is saying, don't dwell on that. Like, okay, it happened. Cool. Look in front. Look, 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 look here. I'm doing another thing. I'm doing a new thing. And that's what's important. It's it's okay. Like, it's fine. Like, it's fine even to cry and feel bad. But don't dwell on it. Don't let it eat you up. Come on now. The sun will come out tomorrow. So you gotta hang on till tomorrow. I've literally been singing this to myself the entire day. Tomorrow's gonna come. Ish. When tomorrow comes, we try again. Let it go. And so, in conclusion, I want you guys to take... These are the takeaways from this podcast. One, you are allowed to feel and you will feel whether you want or not. <laughs> you will feel. Because it's human. It's, a, it's part of the sequence of life. You have to feel. Because if you don't fail, you won't know. You won't appreciate success. Success would be vain. You have to be okay with people seeing your process. Because at the end of the day, they're going to see it still. Um, when you see somebody isn't okay, don't laugh about it. Hold their hands. Encourage them. Pray with them. Keep those hands up in prayer. Hold them up. And ask. Go to the hill. Go to the mountain with your friends. Not all of them, just some, just two. Hmm? Go to the mountain with them. Know your weaknesses, accept them, understand them, work on them. Ask for help. You know, tell your friend, look, I'm not doing good. I need you to pray for me. Hold on to God's promises and repeat them to yourself. Repeat them in prayer. Tell God, no, God. Uh, you said ask and you will receive. I'm asking and I'm claiming these promises. The last one is let go of those things free yourself guys life is too short to be sad about a fail we to be frank we have so many more fails to, coming our way so if we keep holding on to the past fails we won't have the capacity remove them shake them off so you can have space for the others because we can't hold on to those things but we will make it and we will we will get where we have to get to we will get to where we need to get to the israelites were moving in the wilderness just by faith and just trusting that we will get there. It took them 40 years, guys. 40. 
a trip which could have not could have been so much <laughs> less than that and so we i don't know how long it would take for me to achieve my dream i don't know how long it take you to achieve yours some people will reach faster than you that's fine that's their thing you can even come out later than them and be on the same level as them when you leave god god is able to work those things he he does the most wonderful things take this encouragement from me and i'm going to take it for myself as well because mm, i need it and yeah that is the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. For those of us who are entering exam season, may the Lord be with us all. <laughs> um, this is me signing out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bye.